coming up on Just Eldridge Podcast. The first time I met Eldridge, this nigga was what? 11 going on 12. Grew up around sisters, so he was all, everything the recipe to be gay in the future, right? So I was like, <laughs> once yeah. I admit, bro, once I admit to myself that everything is lost, then I done gave up all hope. Trying to see the world. Look, that nigga Monte looking like, is uh, Seattle a country? I gotta get off of- <laughs> All my ignorant people who ain't never been out of the country before. Just muted. It's coming. For y'all that never been out in the country, just know it's a passport, but as soon as you leave, take the P off because it instantly become an ass passport. Hey, I got a tip, message, man. I, I done turned down two trips for your wedding, bro. So, bro so that's gonna- real love, bro. This man really... This man really turned down boy pussy just to come to my wedding. Bruh. He could have been all in time. America ain't got shit on goddamn the Big Ben clock and just to hear everybody over there with the the Queen's language like the girl like the men like hello chap the girls like hello dad want me to suck your dick like (laughs) (laughs) Akon he's a synagogue. Mm -hmm. He's a Senegalese man. So um, I heard he's building a city there. Yes, I seen him in the theater uh, not too long ago, like a week ago, when me and Daddy went to the movies. Mm. Uh, and I told him he was the reason why I went there, and that nigga wasn't impressed, but I was trying. Throwing him in there. You want to see somebody out of swim, you throw him in the pool. You want your brother to highlight girls, you push him into the girls. You have to say excuse me or something. Little did I know, man. I was creating a monster. This nigga, bro, he has no limits. I always said I would never smash nobody older than my mama. <laughs> this nigga <laughs> man be here at 65 year old with me. I did not pay for gratuity. <laughs> what mm. is gratuity? Mm. I did not drink mm. no gratuity. <laughs> I drank mm. Hennessy. <laughs> for those of y'all, like, like you got the travel ill coming out, you know what I'm saying? That's gonna be an amazing thing because the Washington family know how to do their trips. I cannot, I can honestly say. Tell them where you went. <coughs> ready, born ready. New Africa. What's up, family? It's your boy Eldridge, and I would like to welcome you to the greatest podcast to ever hit the airways, the Just Eldridge Podcast. I am super, super excited. This is about to be the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say that every time, and I mean it every single time. But for real, for real, this time. I'm excited. Um, It is Sunday. We're recording a little later than normal. But that is because this has been a busy, busy weekend. So I told y'all my brother Nick was getting married. It officially happened. Round of applause. I also said the wedding was going to be ghetto. It wasn't. (laughs) Round of applause. (laughs) It was a It was a beautiful wedding, man. Like, for real, for real. The wedding was beautiful. We'll talk a little bit more about it later. Um, Also, today we just had the Juneteenth Dashiki party promo shoot. 
I'm super excited about that. We'll be releasing those images really soon. Tickets for the Juneteenth.shiki party will go live in March. I'm super, super excited for those that don't know. We throw the annual Juneteenth.shiki party every year. This is our fourth annual year. The party will be on June 19th. And last announcement I want to let y'all know about is this Saturday, me and Keith, for the very first time, we will be doing the How to Start Your Own Podcast Workshop. So if you want to know how to do the podcast with all the annoying ass noises, <laughs> all the loud ass horns, if you want to learn how to do your own thing, me and Keith giving y'all free game for $30. <laughs> Free game for $30. <laughs> it actually, it should be worth more than uh, 30 but I'm telling y'all, it's going to be cool, man. Keith is rarely on the mic. He's definitely going to be teaching, dropping some real knowledge on everything that he knows. I'm going to be talking about my experience. But the real value to this workshop is Keith because Keith not only produces my podcast, he produces uh, – um, the Black Man Lab. He produces a uh, highlight, a real. I don't even know the name of the show. It's highlight, but it's Chubbs podcast. He teaches. The, he does the Black Man Lab podcast. He does uh, X on the Cold. He does. Um, damn, give me some more. He uh, look. I'm, I'm saving for that one. I was, I was waiting to do that one. He does Fraser and Dieter. <laughs> he uh, uh does Fraser and Dieter. They are. Big corporate company. So my boy does it all. Everything from um, small businesses like myself to businesses that are $110 million a year. I mean, he must be good. So Keith is going to be dropping game, telling you how he does all those podcasts. Don't miss that workshop. Get your tickets. Uh, tickets are selling quietly, but definitely. And I think I'm going to uh, go on WALK this week, talk about it. So it's going to be a pretty good vibe. Um, let's drop right into this episode. Um, this week might be my most special cast I ever had on the podcast because typically I invite people that I know and they know me and we have history, but I think I have the most history with these people. So I'm gonna start with this first young lady. Ladies always first. Um, I've been knowing her. All of her life, all of her life, because she is super cool and she's my little sister. I want y'all to make some noise for Winnie Taggart, no yeah. longer a Washington. What's up, baby? Thank you, thank you. Welcome to the podcast. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I mean, I've been listening to Just Eldridge podcast for a minute now, so I am just humbled to have a seat at the table. Yeah, I'm excited. This is my little sister, the one right below me. I feel like out of all my siblings, we kind of like have the same personality a little bit as yeah, far as definitely. how we uh, do things. So I like Winnie. She's cool. Um, she also lives in China. So we've been <laughs> <laughs> making sure she don't <laughs> cough on us. <laughs> nah, nah, don't play me. <laughs> why? Can you explain to the people why y'all going back <laughs> next week? Um, I mean, this week, right? This release on Tuesday, so y'all be going back. Yeah, I would love to. Oh, yeah, so I should be back when this release. 
Um, it's home, man. It's home. It's hard to explain. Corona and all. Yeah, like you can take the corona out the girl. I mean, but you can't get the girl out the corona. We've had a lot of situations in the states. You didn't say, "Oh, I'm just about to get out of America. I gotta go." Like it's still home, and guys, there were never zombies. <laughs> <laughs> if there was fucking zombies in America. It's all good. I, it's I not as bad it. as it may seem in the media when you're actually living there. Like they do have certain precautions that are abnormal, such as checking your temperature before you go in your house or wherever, but they're staying pretty safe to just make sure <laughs> that none hey, of us are catching the virus. What if I was just sleeping in my car with the heat on and then I walk up there? Yeah, they won't let you in. I saw a guy literally fighting security because he walked outside the smoke and for whatever reason, he didn't pass the clearance to go back inside and... They would not let him in. I don't know if it was ID or temperature because you also have to have your ID and tell them like where you've been, your whereabouts. So it happens. Y'all niggas tripping, bro. I'm about to bring the other <laughs> phone on so we can talk about <laughs> that a little bit. Uh, this next person I'm going to bring on, man. Um, most of y'all don't know, but I used to be a rapper. Um, <laughs> when I, but when I started my career as a rapper, I had a group. Called Truth Be Told. Hottest gospel group in the game. For real. I think, all right, I have to be real. Truth Be Told, man, it was me, this cat named Xavier. That's who started it. And I remember uh, me and Xavier were about to do a duo. And he said, nah, bro, I got this dude to go to school with me. He actually nice. He from Texas. You should check him out. <laughs> And I was like, okay, let me check this nigga out, man. And I remember meeting this dude. And dude could rap like I don't know what. And he was like, yeah, I got a twin. And I was like, bro, any nigga with a twin this talented, bro, he got to be my homeboy. So y'all made some noise for my boy, Levi D. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Bro, I really appreciate you bringing me on, man. It's lit. Hey, it's bro. Lit. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you. Oak thank Cliff you, in the you. building. Oak Cliff in the building. You know what I'm saying? Dallas you know what I'm came saying? in Dallas. all the way for the wedding. Hey, flighting all. You know what I'm saying? Looking fresh. That's what's up. We're glad you're here, bro. We got a lot to dive into. Appreciate it. Last but not least, the man of the hour. The man that just retired out the game. Mm. The living legend himself. No more. Y'all give it up for my big brother, Nick Battle. Mr. Nick Battle, the merry man. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's going on, people, man? Oh, man. <laughs> Just Eldridge. You know, my down nerves. Uh, Winning Taggart, nice to see you. Uh, Levi D. Boy, that nigga gave your ass the weakest intro ever. You know but I what I'm saying? But it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, you do a lot of other things, but we just gonna let what man say fly for now. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's an honor to be here. There's so many mixed emotions. I hear so many different five versions. The standard's so high. Like, I don't even know, you know, how I can be of assistance. Just little old me. Just some nigga who done played the guitar in Paris and Amsterdam. And, Shut down coffee shops, but bro, <laughs> I'm worried about it, bro. I'm just, but look, that ain't nothing though. I'm just that ain't know what we talking about, niggas. I'm just so that, that shit didn't even make sense. Hey, hey, Nick, man, Keith you married? Used to though, ask bro. the segue. <laughs> you married, bro? 
You yeah, married. man. Damn. Yeah, married life, man. Married life. <laughs> bro, y'all don't even know, He need 24 hours. Y'all don't even red bottles on. Life is good, man. Look, man. Bro, married man. life. Hey, all y'all single folk, but y'all, you going to hell. They missing out. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this the man who used to push you into a group of girls and walk off. Bro, for real. For real, bro. I was, I used to be traumatized by Bro, I hated going to the mall with y'all, boy. Man, can you... <laughs> Like literally the rule You gotta get three numbers Or you can't get back in the car Bruh <laughs> Y'all childish It was vicious Who would ever knew A monster was being created <laughs> Nobody would ever know that The first time I met Eldridge This nigga was what 11 going on 12 Grew up around sisters So he was all, Everything The recipe to be gay In the future right <laughs> so, I was like, <laughs> so I was like Bruh I can't let it go down Like this Oh man so you know <laughs> Brothers would do What brothers do I like You know Made sure he was straight Did everything I could do my The best of my ability By just Throwing him in there You want to teach somebody How to swim You throw him in the pool You want your brother To highlight girls You push him into the girls You have to say Excuse me or something Little did I know man I was creating a monster This nigga bro He has no limits I always said I would never smash Nobody older than my mama This nigga <laughs> man Be here 65 year old with me Hey he don't got no limits Oh because I used to push A 12 year old nigga And the girl So father forgive me But the homie tough though Just LG You do your damn thing Bro Look If his wife wasn't in the next room. I would tell my story. <laughs> easy, easy. Yo. I don't want to mess up. She know I had a life before I met her. I used to be single, but I'm married now. Amen. I'm married now. <laughs> I say, bro. I hey, say, Becky, you got any uh, marriage advice for Nick? Please. On air? Um, yes. Can you I bet, would, when your anniversary? August 25th. And how many years you'll be there? Yes, we will be two years. Two years. Two years. Your, little, your, little, your little sister... Two years in the game, yes. bro. Listen to it now. Give, give, give them your best advice. Yes. So I would say just always stay a courteous man. All right. Be- give them advice according to Nick because you know Nick. Yeah, no. And that's the same thing. It's for <laughs> Nick or anyone else. Like you want to be courteous to your woman. And from the smallest points of, oh, I'm going to get water, honey. Would you like some sweet tea or whatever? Like just be courteous to your woman. Open her door. Always keep that because it keeps it fresh. It keeps it new. It's never outplayed to be courteous and be a gentleman yeah, to your you woman. Get, you get water, she gets sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> but she did tell you the game right no, now. No, I'm just saying, like, always include her, even the small things. It means it means a lot. All right, fellas, y'all hear that? The small things matter. Never stop smacking your woman ass now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Show her a little love. <laughs> Easy little you know? sis. I don't want to hear my sister say I'm that. I'm sorry. Shit. I'm just that's saying, why, if man, one yeah. man got to smack Definitely my ass part. for the rest of the life, then I want my man to smack my ass. Look, at least she ain't Stephen Curry, wife. Like, I want older men to smack no, my like, ass. No, like, no. If you my husband, you true, do all true. of that. You dating me. Right. Okay, we'll take that oh, advice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take that advice. advice. So, all right, people, this is what we're talking about today. Last week's episode. Uh, one of the questions that came in from the sisters was why uh, black men don't travel. And I thought that was a really great co- uh, question. Uh, although most of the men in the room actually did travel, but there's a lot of people that don't. And uh, today, it was hard to record because we had a lot going on with the wedding. But my family is a very traveling family. So what better people to bring on than the people I grew up with 
and who travel all the time to just talk about it. All right. We're going to do that. So uh, today we're just going to talk about our travel stories, why we do it, why we should encourage others to do it. And it's official. Monday I find out the package, but I'm going to announce my first travel with L trip. Mm. I'm mm. That's what's up. I'm going. Yeah. That's exciting. Me too. I'm going. Yeah. Tra- be crazy. Travel with L.com. Um, we'll launch it officially. Um, in um, I'm going to launch ticket sales, launch the package of it in March, but the trip is going to be in September. So it's going to be a small one, I am going. under 1,000, something that's going to make it easy for everybody to get in and get out. But uh, I'm excited about it. So this is the segue into that, man. So... All y'all don't travel a lot of places. I think I think Winnie got us got. Oh, I used Winnie. to I used to have Winnie though. Mm-hmm. I used to have mm-hmm. Winnie, but I went I think she got me probably like Yeah, she got me now. How she many countries? How she many like countries? she like a whole passport mm. ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> right, I am on my second passport. I, but I, will, I will say this though. The student should surpass the teacher. Yeah. True. I, I popped off her uh traveling yes. life. All credit okay. to you. All credit okay. to you, bro. Um, I'm at 27 right now. Woo! No. 27. Ooh, wee! Trying to see the world. Her, look, that nigga Monte looking like is uh Seattle a country? <laughs> I gotta get off. My, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get off my first hand. Yeah. No, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you my traveling heartbreak story. But go ahead. What? What is it? Right. Nah. Go ahead. What's What's the, it's gonna be my turn uh, to talk in a minute. Uh, all right. How many? How many? Uh, how many countries? Oh, uh, let me see. Goodness, not many. Like 42, 43. <laughs> 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 nigga, come on, nigga. Tell the truth. <laughs> I got a lot more to do. I know I ain't been moving like I should. Right. <laughs> but, um, I mean, more than one hand, but not all hands and toes, I guess. <laughs> Less than twenty, more than five. I gotta, I gotta count them up. Six. <laughs> I give you six. Six. We do that. Yeah, six, five. <laughs> Monte, where you at? I'm at one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm at six. Okay, so I'm definitely like a twelve plus. <laughs> <laughs> so let me reiterate: if Monte is six, I'm a, a smooth twelve plus. I what about you, Aldrich? How many? Um. Only about fifteen. That's what's up. Only fifteen, and Not seven right. of those are to the motherland. I was just about that's to say dope. y'all don't been to the, now, been to the motherland, or right? I feel the same. Now he been to the real, living. real motherland. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have too. The Eiffel Tower was nice. Man, this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. Alright, then what I want to talk about because there's a lot of people that listen that probably haven't traveled. They scared okay. planes. Okay, okay. Let's talk about your first traveling experience. Yeah. First one. Man. Where did you go? National or international? International. We're going to talk about international. Okay. Yeah. Well, national, we can we can really go far, but let's talk about international right now. First travel. My first trip, I went to Seoul, Korea. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. And my brother Eldridge called me and was like, you want to go to Korea? I was like, I got to buy a ticket. He was like, nah. I was like, for real? He was like, nah, I got you. And I was like, okay, I'm in there. My first <laughs> trip, Seoul, How Korea. How old were you? Um, that um, was in 2011. So I was like right at 18, yeah, maybe 17, 18. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, talk to me. What happened? What happened? 
So pretty much I went out there not knowing anything, um, blessed with the opportunity to perform with you and Monte, of course. Mm -hmm. And it was just amazing. I didn't realize that like Asia loved black people when I went there. Well, performing black people. Yeah, they they did think we were super. Yeah, they called me Jay-Z. Yeah, People did. was calling me Beyonce, and I'm like, oh my goodness. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga I posed for two pictures. That nigga you know? was out there posing like, this is mom. This is mom. me to Queen B, like, I'll take all of that. Yeah, that's what happened so. when your eyes slanted. You can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it was love. Um, one thing that stuck out to me, though, was like, I didn't, re- I didn't have any money. Okay. Well, none, have, I'm going to tell, tell that. Yeah, part. okay. Oh so we didn't have any money, but I also didn't really like the food at the time. And so I remember going places, and one everybody on that trip got sick. Bro, the food poisoning. It was just the it was just the Japanese people. No, everyone I thought got sick. No, it was just the people from Japan. It was just the Japan people. Oh well, I that girl, she was like, she. And then the dude, bro, that was scary. And we all ate the oysters. You know why we didn't get sick? Because one, we didn't eat no oysters. I ate the oysters. Oh well, that octopus stuff. I ain't eat none of that. Me either. And then two. We asked, remember, I learned how to use chopsticks in Korea Bruh. because we weren't eating off their plate. Remember, they were oh, all Oh, yeah, they eating community So style. I didn't like the Asian way. Yeah, you put food in the middle Bruh, and everyone used their chopsticks and you eat from it. I'm yeah. like, nah, I ain't eating. I ain't so eating what they eat. So look, this is all right. So I got to set the stage for it. So we all go to Korea. We got this trip. And I remember this is our first time international. Mm. So we don't know how this shit works. So the flight say you leaving at twelve. So I'm thinking it's leaving at twelve the afternoon the next day. And that's the information because, he gave me. All right, because the the way the clock set up, if you move leaving at twelve, if today twenty fifth and you leaving at twelve on the twenty sixth, either way, both of them are tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Whether it's midnight or whether it's mm-hmm. afternoon, mm-hmm. they're both tomorrow. We seen twelve. We just automatically knew it was noon. The next day, and we was turned. so we at the house. We turned. We staying up all night. We vibing. We washing clothes. So goddamn, <laughs> we get a call. I promise you at ten thirty, and they were like, "Yo, where y'all at? Y'all on y'all way to the airport?" We like on the way to the airport. Hell no! Nah, what do you mean? So they're like, the flight leave at midnight. Man, I re- all I remember, Becky put a suitcase full of wet fucking clothes. <laughs> like, look, look, I'm talking about the, the suitcase full of wet clothes. We go over there, and I know collectively we might have had forty dollars. No, nah, mm. I was I was good. I had like I had. Like, Hold on, look. It was only me and you sharing bread, though. Yeah. You remember? Until we did that Facebook video, we threw our money and made a rain. Then we didn't know how much money everybody had. So you was playing us? Cause no, me and me was definitely yeah, sharing. Come to me. We were sharing bread. Y'all didn't come to me and say, "Hey, bro, I was good." Bro, I swear Y'all to God, I swear to God, everybody. I, th- I swear to God, everybody on that bro- trip was broke. Well, I wasn't balling. Really? I, I thought it was just me and you. Was good. I wasn't balling, but I wasn't broke. Y'all was together. Y'all weren't struggling together. That's the difference, bro. You whatever, bro. Nobody. I didn't know y'all was struggling. Y'all didn't come to me and say nothing. No, neither one of y'all said nothing to me because he was good. But well, this nigga right here, yeah, bro. Like, I just, didn't know that all these years. No, bro. That's what I'm saying. What y'all talking struggling? Bro, what kind of knife that is? You cut through it. <laughs> like, hey, bro, look, look, look. We get to Korea. Okay, now nah, it ain't my turn. Nah, go, go. go okay, ahead. so look, we get to Korea, bro. And like, I'm in the bus. How you didn't know, bro? You took my whole. So I'm missing. I'm missing my money. My money gone. 
Bro, my money gone. We in a whole other country. We didn't exchange our money. I get off the bus. I'm walking around patting all my jackets, my pockets. I'm like, what's going on? Everybody like, you okay? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Because at this point, I'm trying not to panic. Because he's trying to prove a point. keep falling no, out everywhere. No, because no, he's trying, trying to, to prove a point. Because <laughs> I told everybody to get their passport. I said, y'all, don't lose your passport. Don't lose your passport. And y'all know how Monte is. Bruh. You're clumsy as fuck. For so. one, you're not going to top me like that over the airways. That nigga dick will goddamn endorse this shit. So everybody, everybody, I kept telling everybody. So Monte getting cocky with that shit. Nigga, I know. I know. So I'm like, who? Okay, Monte finished. I let so, that shit happen. So, so nigga, I get off I look the bus. up. That nigga Monte Walla is on the fucking ground. So it wasn't on the ground. It? it was on the bus. You on the little it? van thing. You took it on the van. <laughs> Did yeah. you take his yeah. wallet? Oh my goodness. Look, so look, look, look. He took it on the van because I went That's back to the karma. van. I went back to the van to find it. And it wasn't there. So I'm like, what the? F-? So I'm looking around. I'm looking for everything. And eventually, man, come out and say, "Oh yeah, I got it." And I was pissed. Oh, bro! I wanted to fight you in Korea, because but I didn't want the Koreans to see because us. he he because your friend found your wallet when it could have been anybody else, or because he was no, right because my friend sat there and watched me look for it exactly for a long he period of time. He was in distress, bro. Yeah. No, then I had to, everybody then, asking him, "Is he okay?" And he's like, "Yo, I'm good. Nigga ain't got no because because once I bro because once I bro bro because once I admit once yeah. I admit. Bro, once I admit to myself that everything is lost, then I done gave up all hope. Like, oh my goodness, so at this point, I'm trying to hold on to the little oh bit of faith I got left. That it's just gonna, it's, it's somewhere. I put it somewhere. And, and the funny thing about losing shit, how many times can you patch your front pockets before you just bro, admit they not The there? maximum is six. The, yeah. the like, maximum yeah. is six. Because once you get past six, it's it's like going back to the refrigerator when there ain't no food in it. You just like, all right, forget it. All right, so Nick, tell me about your. Your best travel experience. Where was it, and why was it the best? All right. Well, my wife is in the other room. I'll tell you about my second best traveling experience. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Good one. But uh, I know what sure he thought he found his way. <laughs> I, I wanted to bring that up Dang. so bad, bro. <laughs> yeah, I wanted yeah. to. When you talk bro. about heartaches abroad, bro. Bro. he got a story. Bro, bro. Nah, tell the you married now. Nah, I've been the same. My heart didn't. Yeah, you did. My heart didn't get broke from it, but man, that um, shit was funny. Hey, look, my mama was like, no, mama. <laughs> Easy, bro, easy. look, I knew I knew from listening to man other podcasts that this would be a dangerous position to put myself in. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody say, bro. All right, come on, t- tell the story, Nick. Yes, Nick. All right, let me see. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we're gonna let that be the little segue right into it since that's the trip. Then bring it on, then, nigga. <laughs> nah, man. Growing up in Atlanta, from Atlanta, who now to my outcast, good in my old school freak nigga Atlanta, not just. Not this shit where everybody gay and shit. The old Atlanta. Rainbow <laughs> sidewalk. You feel me? All right. So growing up there being the type of nigga, y'all know y'all adopted me. Y'all know I ain't know nothing about nothing about nothing. I ain't gonna even count. But look, like man put Becky on, you know, Becky pad that shit down, right? Respect. Yeah, respect. Now, Becky put him on, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. On some real shit, cause I was the type of nigga, nigga, I've been to the Bahamas, bitch. I've been out the country. <laughs> Can I say that? Can I say bitch, I've been out the country? <laughs> bitch, I've been my out bad. Country. Hey. Blur that shit, blur, blur the bitch part. All right. <laughs> so, check me, check me. Go to the Bahamas on the little crew. I'm thinking I'm doing something, man. I'm like, shh. matter of fact, first time I ever quote unquote left the country was with my wife. It was for her 21st birthday. You feel me? We cruise the Bahamas. I'm thinking that's something. Fast forward, 
what, 10, 11 years later, my little sister, not just any little sister, I'm talking about y'all that got multiple siblings, you know one of them going to be the most greenest, squarest one. Somebody got to be it, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, this is real, though. Oh I got so I it's true, though. That one. I got no, it's true. always Y'all think one. I'm a square? That's no, not a bad no, thing. No, no, no. Yeah, your no, case is actually one of your greatest assets. For real. The fact that you don't know what a bust down is, I'm proud of you. So look. <laughs> bust down, Tatiana. That's not, not a song, a no. whole bus down. No. Somebody hold your wrist up, nah, I mean. See, see. But, um. I like my girl's baby doll. Hey, hey. <laughs> she trying to get so, to nah, nah, but look. So, this is the sister, right? Who I'm, who I'm in, who I'm entrusting with my, my street knowledge to handle me abroad. And she got to put me on all the wave. Now, mind you, when you know who you're dealing with, you know you listen, but you got to have your filter. So, if Becky say this, it's probably going to be this. But just, you know what I mean? Because you know Becky. Right, 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 right. Bro, we get to London. I ain't going to even count. The trip, nice. She set up everything. For those of y'all, like, like you got the travel L coming out. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be an amazing thing because the Washington family know how to do their trips. I cannot, I can honestly say Tell that. where you went. Where we went? London, Amsterdam, Norway, Holland. For y'all niggas that ain't been out in the country, I just finessed your ass. But anyway, uh, Barcelona, Paris, you know, uh, shit, Philly, man. We seen a lot of different places. Yeah, we did hit Philly in there too, so. <laughs> I mean, and niggas was worldwide, you feel me? So, um, we was everywhere. Why was this trip a good trip, bro? Honestly, the reason this trip was a good trip because for the first time in my life, I got to really see exactly where the colonizers came from. Yeah, shit was crazy, bro. Like, America ain't got shit on goddamn the Big Ben clock and just to hear everybody over there with the, the Queen's language. Like, the girl, like, the men, like, hello, chap. The girls, like, hello, they want me to suck your dick. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, a whole different, you know what I'm saying? A whole different way. A whole different world over there, right? Man, I got a book of trips. <laughs> so, <Becky>. shit. <laughs> help me out, Becky. Help me out. I mean, yeah. honestly, did you like, you know, just seeing the red light district for the first time? Like, yeah, was man. That crazy Can for you? somebody tell the story about Diddy? Oh, my God. Becky which, I'm not. Which one? Becky if tell which one? Right, which one? one? Which one? Becky, no, listen. real talk. Which all right, one? All right, so look, our dad. <laughs> I gotta tell you how this I won't wait to do it oh I want God. you to tell the story We were like Get back motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Yeah let, let Becky tell it Cause, Becky, cause Becky tell the shit funny So look Like we are We are out Like I didn't get to go to this trip For, for whatever reason I don't know why I didn't go but yeah. if I would, if John would have told, you ain't want to. if John would have told, I know right, like I just got on Victoria. If John would have told me that he was proposing to you, because uh, John and Winnie was graduating yeah. from Durham University. Yes. Graduating with what? Master. The okay. master's degree. Yes. Okay. Black her. excellence. Thank you, bro. Black Thank excellence. Her, her, her husband getting a master's. And if he would have told me that he was going to gra- propose at graduation, I wouldn't have missed it. But for whatever reason, I was like, eh. It had to be something serious, cause y'all know I'm I'm typically down with the shit. So, um, all right, Daddy's out there though. Tell the story. <laughs> yes, so we went to Paris, and we stayed in the area near the Moulin uh, Rouge. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, we stay right next to it, to it where they do the Cabernet dances, and it's just a really sexual area. So you know they have like strip clubs and everything. Mm-hmm. So my dad wanted to. I guess go in the strip club 
And <laughs> you know when he went in. Not your typical dad, huh? Right. So none of us was with him, by the way. Nobody even knew where this nigga was at, right? <laughs> so this nigga went in the strip club and he said as soon as he walked in, mad girls just surrounded him like just like the movies. European tall, skinny fit looking women just dancing all over him like he didn't even step five feet in the door. You know, he surrounded. So, you know, he feeling like that man at that point, like I'm that dude. Yeah. So. A woman goes, would you like a drink? He was like, yeah, yeah, buy her a drink too. You know, that Atlanta shit. I got enough money for one drink, nigga. <laughs> I'll get you a drink. So he got her a drink. He think he thought he got her a drink. And so next thing you know, after being in there 15 minutes, they come with him to with a bill. And the bill was like 600 euros. Am I correct, Nick? Was it like 600 euros? Well, after, how much is 600 euros? <laughs> that's like $720. That's in American. Yeah, yeah in American dollars. Mm. In 15 minutes, mind you, he didn't throw no money. It was literally from the door standing there <laughs> to literally sitting down, buying him a drink and a girl to drink. Yeah, My yeah. daddy just started wowing. Security nigga came up to him was like, nah, you got to pay. My daddy said, bitch, don't touch me. <laughs> he was like, bitch, don't touch me. <laughs> he was so scared, nigga. He didn't know what was about to go there. He didn't know if he was going to go to uh, jail. Or if they were just going to beat him up. But he said, I just looked at him. Whenever you want to get out of the situation, just look crazy enough that they scared of me. And he was like, they let me go. I got out of paying. He paid like $100 or something like that. So he still got played. But I just want to say that the strip clubs in Europe are not like Atlanta strip clubs, bro. Nowhere in the world is like Atlanta. Okay. Not nowhere. Shout out to Club Wax. Brother, hear that Becky got a stripper story, too. Oh yeah, see that's the thing. Dad alone is his own podcast. Yeah, <laughs> if you want I love him. Okay. Hey, hey, so oh, your dad is a powerful man. All right, man. so look, to so right, the so. people that's listening, first of all, I know this shit sounds like a lot of candor. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of random candor, but look, but for real, man, like my what I want y'all to get out of this podcast is there's no experience. Like leaving where you're familiar with. Agreed. True. I can attest to that. There's no experience like going to another country and just traveling, having a good time, seeing a different part of the world. I know for me, um, cool. I know for me, um, probably one of my best experiences, probably be my first time going to the motherland. Uh, I went to Senegal. Um, and Senegal is a beautiful place. If you uh, Google the African Renaissance statue, it's a black man holding his wife and holding his child on his shoulders, and they pointing forward. It's like this huge statue. It's it's as big as the um, um, Statue of Liberty. Like it's it's big like that. Um, that's where that is. And I've always seen that statue, and I always wanted to see it. When we first landed, I remember landing. And they took us to St. Louis first. And I love Derek Bozeman how he set this trip up. Because he set it up in a perfect way. St. Louis is a very humble fish village. That's where, like, all they, that's how they make their money. You fishing all day, every day, people in the boats. So we go out there. And my hotel, my hotel is on the beach. Mm. Like, it's not a hotel. It's a hut. It's literally a hut. Mm. That's a one-bedroom hut. And it's on the beach. Like, it's so close to the beach, I can hear the water at night when I'm asleep. That's and I feel like a tide could kill me. 
<laughs> like if okay. a tie came in, like I'm like close as hell. <laughs> but then that shit cool. But then you use the bathroom. There's a hole <laughs> that you just go use the bathroom in. It ain't no working plumbing. Oh, it was wow. just like a very humble. So you know. Oh, so you yeah. was at a, a real <clears throat> hut, not a pizza hut. Yeah, a real hut. Well, <laughs> what, was it nice? Were the sheets white? Whitish. You know what I'm saying? You're not finna pee in a hole and get white sheets. Mm. Okay. Mm. All about compromise. So, so look, so uh, I remember there had 85 people with them. It was 85 people, and a lot of these women were like bourgeois sisters. They they just went with it. They mm-hmm. found they had to use bathroom the hole. They complaining, but the people were cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Like that, the Senegalese the natives. people. Yeah, the Senegalese mm-hmm. people. Like I, that's why if I could move to any country, it would be Senegal, just because the Senegalese Senegalese people remind me of our family. Mm-hmm. They're very fun. They're very play. They got a great sense of humor. They like music. They like Akon. He's a Senegal. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a Senegalese man. Okay. So um, I heard he's building a city there. Yes, I seen him in the theater uh, not too long ago, like a week ago, when me and Daddy went to the movies. Mm. Uh, and I told him he was the reason why I went there. And the nigga wasn't impressed, but I was trying. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> do. So, so, uh, um, so we left there after we stayed there. It was a cool experience. We went to the city of Dakar, which is two hours away. And Dakar is like the city city. We stayed in a Radisson Blue, mm-hmm. black owned hotel, five star hotel. Had a swimming pool, infinity pool that dropped off into the ocean. Mm. Like it had live bands. It had great food. Mm. It had like high class hookers. Like it was mm-hmm. a really beautiful time. Hookers? Yeah. At the hotel. That's who, that's who, that's who, ca- that's who catch the fish. <laughs> Refer back to the part where I talking about the square sibling. Continue. <laughs> so, 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 um, but one thing that one thing that Senegal did for me, because if you walk, if you ride and you'll see all the parks got a lot of workout equipment. You like see like little nice, pull up bars nice. and stuff like that. That's what so it's all about. yeah, so I I remember every day at a certain time, everybody in the community came and worked out. Mm. Grandma, mama, daddy, kids, and you didn't you didn't see many fat people in synagogue. That's dope. Like you didn't see that. Like it was just like they just came out and worked, and they were just it was just like a community thing. I was like, dang, yeah. I don't want to live here no more. That's <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that was my best that was my best experience because I got to see Gory Island, and that's that's the last thing I say. Gory Island is where the door of no return is in synagogue, and in Gory Island, that's where... So there's two door returns that I know of. There's the one in Senegal and there's the one in Ghana. Um, and then there's other ones, but those are only two I've seen. But the one in... Because Ghana, they had a door no return, and then they let you come back to the door of return. So you go out the door no return, and then they let you come back. So it's like symbolism. Okay. that you, They didn't mean for you to come back, oh, but gotcha. you did come back. Gotcha. In Senegal, their door no return is on the port. So it's like when you're looking at the door of no return, you look out, there's water right there because you walk right onto the ships. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because it's like for you to even land on the beach. Because I remember I brought everybody home saying from uh, Senegal. Mm-hmm. That's when I brought everybody back. For you to touch, touch that, it's like, yo, 
my ancestors were never supposed to come back here. You know what I'm saying? They had no intention of us coming back mm-hmm. to this island. And the only reason they created Gory Island, because in Senegal, when they was capturing slaves, when they were trying to uh, enslave us, they were literally getting their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Like we were fighting for our wives, we were fighting for our kids. So they created Gory Island so they could pick us off while we were canoeing over to come get our families. They were shooting us while we were coming up to the island. Mm. So that's why Gory Island was created based off what they taught me when I was there. But I just remember I've traveled all over. But when I started going to Africa, I didn't want to travel nowhere else. Mm -hmm. I done been to India. I done been to Dubai. I done been to Abu Dhabi. I mean, I I done been a lot of countries. But when I started going to Africa and actually start seeing other black people and like we always talk about Atlanta is Wakanda, but when you go to Africa and you don't see no white people, you on a trip for two weeks and you see two white people. That's beautiful. Yeah, bruh, is 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 game changing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and now the reason why I'm stressing traveling so much for us because there's too many tools out there. And I beg, I want you to get into this, like for the people that's like, all right, I hear y'all stories. This is cool. I want to experience, but. How do I travel? Like, what are some tools out there? I know last week I mentioned Air Affordable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like one. Them. But I know you you don't need a lot of uh, stuff like work away. Yeah. Like, I want you to talk about some of those because you don't lived in multiple countries. You t- you speak three languages. Dive into some of that for me. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely hit on work away. It was my first time ever trying to find like a program where I can just travel the world at a low cost. So Workaway is a place where you can go. Is this workaway.com? Yes, yes. It's workaway.com. And literally all you do is put in what type of experience you want, where you want to go. And when you go there, um, they will give you a place to live and food to eat in exchange for three hours of work. So you might be working at a hotel, you might be working on a farm, it, you might be working a front desk reception, you never know, or just teaching English for three hours. Um, but you get to choose what you want to do. So me and my husband did it last year. Three hours a day or a week? Three hours a day in exchange for free housing and free food. Is that the one where you have a shovel in the snow? Yes, we were we moved to Germany. I just needed to get out of here. And we was like, you know what, we're going to go to Germany and figure it out from there. And um, we got to move in with a super dope woman who I s- still speak to this day. And um, we didn't know it was like 10 inches of snow at the time. So that's why we were shoveling snow. So all we had to do every day, take three hours, shovel some snow, water her plants in her garden. Um, one day she was like, your job today is build a snowman with me. So it was like, great, cool, build a snowman and I can do whatever I want. So it's just a great experience to travel for you know, very, very, very cheap um, and still engage with the culture of wherever you're going. And they have that absolutely everywhere. Um, But besides that, I would just say if you're looking for a resource, um, it just starts with setting a date, to be honest. I think a lot of times we underestimate the power of just saying, "Okay, boom, I'm going to go here on this date. And then by doing that all year round, you can use things like uh, sky scanner or travelocity like it doesn't matter and just putting in those travel alerts and when you get that alert that boom this flight is only three hundred dollars boom you got it so what uh what do you buy your flights at because you you typically do really good at ticket prices and stuff like that what do you typically buy your flights so i always start with skyscanner.com um skyscanner pretty much you can put from the united states to 
everywhere. Or you can put from Atlanta to everywhere. And you can put cheapest month. You can choose specific month. You can choose specific day. But it'll tell you where can you go from Atlanta and for what price all across the world. So um, you said something because I think I heard this before from a person that travels a lot. They said when it comes to traveling, you need to start. Falling, stop falling in love or fixating on a location. Yes. Just fixate on going. Right. And follow the sales. People be like, oh, how did you choose where you're going? Girl, that flight was 250 That's why I went. Or girl, that flight was $35. And that's how I chose that location. Um, yes, there's, of course, a lot of places I want to go, but I follow the sale. And that's how you get any and everywhere at all times of the year. Um, traveling can be... Very efficient. What's the uh, cheapest trip you ever did, and where was it? I think my cheapest trip was to Dubai. I went from Asia. I went from China, and my flight was $50. Dang. Yep. Dang. Yep. Can't even get to Georgia for $50. Easy. Easy. But I didn't know when I booked it, it was during Ramadan. So, of course, nobody wanted to go because it's illegal during Ramadan when you're in an Arabic country to dance, to drink, all restaurants are closed for certain times. So, I mean. <laughs> so, you uh, went to meditate. Yeah, pretty much. But they have some people breaking the rules. Well, they but don't, yeah, they, still. They, they really don't do the alcohol like that anyway. And like Dubai and Abu Dhabi and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some turn up places, but they were definitely all closed when I went. So, my flight was $50. But, hey, who cares if it's during Ramadan hey. or any time? You know, the beach was still hot. And I had a good old time. Um, one thing I love about every time I go on my Africa trips, I always get to perform. I perform. <laughs> yeah, like every time there's you always an opportunity for me to get on the stage and just kind of turn up. I know, Nick, you when you was out in uh, Amsterdam, it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about that? Yeah. I was at a show. That was, uh, that was crazy, right? Because like you said, when you were going to Africa, you had the chance to perform. Uh, when you do something like music or it's a part of you, it's kind of hard to... Uh, you know, separate it, uh, separate from the two. So driving 11 hours to JFK to New York and then flying, et cetera, it's kind of hard to lug a guitar around with you 24-7. So I had to make a sacrifice, which was leave my music here initially. But um, we stopped by two countries first, got to Amsterdam, and I finally realized I had the opportunity to get my music back in my hands again. So went over there, 300 bucks on the guitar. That right there just, I mean, when it's in you, it's in you. Took that same guitar, went to a couple of different coffee shops. Uh, we had mom with us. You know, she's one of the, the greatest promoters anyone can ever have on a team. Ever. Definitely your cheerleader. Ever, 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 ever. ever. Yes. You know what I mean? Paulette Washington, big ups to you. But, uh, man, yeah, so mom, we we get man, I'm talking about I'm, about, I'm doing my own thing. We in Amsterdam, so, you know, I know the, I know the feds watching, so I was just eating really good. Eating really good in Amsterdam, <laughs> but um, it's legal out there. So. Yeah, but it ain't legal here, partner. Don't let that systematic racism get you. Okay, so check it. We out there having a good time in Amsterdam. All of a sudden, mom like, "Yo, come here." I'm like, "Yo," she like, "Come to this coffee shop." I go in there, like I go in there, like all of a sudden I walk in. It's like a hundred people I've never seen in my life, 
just all sitting there like, oh, is this the one you was talking about? Like speaking so many different languages, people in Muslim garments, people from all over the world. And like my mom was like, all right, now everybody listen up. My son has something to play for y'all. And like to see like this big old coffee shop get shut down with so many people in there and they just quiet and they just listening to me play my, you know, original tunes from America, however they viewed it. It was a beautiful thing. Like, I mean, it was crazy, honestly. It's like words can't even express, but it was a beautiful experience. And they gave us a whole bunch of free stuff. And black. I ain't gonna lie. You realize, like, one thing I have learned about my travel, people hate America, but they love black people. Yeah. They do. They do. Yeah, like. Black people, if y'all listening, like, you have to leave because what Elder just says, the biggest thing I realized once I left is that. Only in America are we hated as much. Like, don't don't trust the TVs. I know y'all know better, but here, don't let them think like we less than because we all kings and queens. And if you ever leave America, they, everyone else will show you that. They treat you like that everywhere you go. The hardest part of traveling, I'm going to be honest with y'all, the hardest part of traveling is having to come back to customs and get back into the States. That shit be lame as hell. Don't yeah. nobody want to come back to America. <laughs> Man, that is trash. Hey, I'm sitting here on Skyscanner just playing around. I know. I downloaded like, it, too. Uh, I just got a flight. I just bought a flight for $38 to New York. That's what's up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here. Round trip or what? Yeah, it was a round trip. Nice. That's crazy. Skyscanner is the truth. Hey, Skyscanner going to have to pay me for all this shit. I'm, I'm on that oh, yeah. more than I'm on Facebook. Like, I'm constantly looking because, bruv. It will like definitely get you some good trips. What's one uh, one country y'all want to go to that y'all have never been to? Mm. Africa, yeah, brother. After yeah, everything, that's a continent. That's a continent. Well, what part of Africa? <laughs> um, I met some beautiful people from Sierra Leone. <laughs> okay, mm. okay, ding. Cool. <laughs> I need to get to Ethiopia. I need to. I ain't gonna lie, man. I need to Ethiopia, man. I got a wife out there waiting on me. Oh yeah. I gotta yeah, get really out there. Bit. I mean, I to. from what She's I understand, beautiful. you got twelve wives out there waiting on you. That's hey, a, that's over there. That, <laughs> hey, look, that's on the continent pier. About twenty. <laughs> now Ethiopia, man, uh, it was a beautiful place. Yeah. I didn't realize how Habasha looked until I got out there. Yeah, I, like, I think that's you know when my I, jeans definitely Ethiopian. When I got out there, and I see how many other rosters was out there. Like they were like Rastafari, like I ain't gonna lie, they love locks. Yeah, they love mm. locks overseas. I, I've traveled with locks and without locks, but every time I travel with locks, like the world be like Rasta, Rastafari. That's and true. Then, that is a, true. And another thing, you realize how impactful Bob Marley. I was just, I bro, bro, that's why I said that everywhere bro, I go, bro, they call me Bob Marley. Bro, anywhere Bob in the world, Marley, I think we be sleeping on how powerful I his impact so was on the world. If anything, Americans probably got Bob Marley the most watered down than anybody else. But yeah. they, but that's we watered down to everything that's not American. Yeah, this yeah, is true. true. This is true. Where you going? Where you going, Nick? Country? And why? Man, out of all the places I've been in the world, I got to say the one country I'm trying to get to is Compton, California. Man, that Bruh. nigga Kendra Lamar so beastly, bro. Bruh. Nigga want a Pulitzer Prize for the bars, bro. Bruh. I done been all over the world, but I ain't never seen like... That like that LA lifestyle, like you know. All right, serious answer. <laughs> I don't know, honestly, man. It's more like a because, like y'all said, y'all so well traveled. It's hard to pick just one place I had to go. I just gonna have to. Ma- I'm going to have to make a commitment to myself to at least visit a different country every year. If I do that, I know one of them will become my favorite. And that's the thing, bro. I'm trying to put myself in a position where if I do choose to live in another country, I could actually be a commodity. 
You know what what you mean? That's yeah. why I picked aviation. Well, that's why I'm so determined to get this aviation thing like like down packed because no matter where you go, the FAA in America is the standard. So overseas contracting, easy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's certain things in the world that you will always need, like medical, food, health, and the way the industry is going. Aviation is about to be pretty much everything. So you want to be a worldwide pilot or a no, terrorist? No, he won't no. be a worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be a worldwide uh, airplane mechanic. Hey, hey, y'all need that. Y'all need that. Look, uh, listen, that listen, listen. You can't. You can't be a life of the world if you can't pay your life bill. I need to be able to feed myself no matter where I am or who I'm with, and then I can create what I want. So you, yeah, okay. So you hey, want a job ready? where it can allow you to be global? Yeah, exactly. Okay, but I, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely cut that shit out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you wow. asked him. Fuck! Wow. <laughs> no sense at all. No sense. Stupid, bro. Like, uh, for me, uh, I want to go to East Africa. I've done uh, North. I've done West. Uh, I'm going to South Africa this year. Mm. Uh, that, be, that's the only African place I've been. Yeah, I got. I'm going to Johannesburg. Wait, is that really African? Yeah, it is. It is. It, it, it is. is. It just. It feel like New York. Okay. Okay. I, I disagree with the whole mix. Johannesburg. Of, I heard. That's what I've heard. Same here. That's why I'm asking because I heard Johannesburg wasn't nothing but everybody from all over the world in one place. I mean, it was very international, but I still felt like I was in South Africa. I felt like I was in a different place. Uh. Uh-uh. I had turned down a uh, trip. Kyle um, wanted me to go with her to uh, Africa. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. This nigga, man, of so course he's gonna make I him cut turn back. down a trip. I done turned down a trip. I never say their names on there. And the only reason I turned it down is because of goddamn Nick. He's winning. That's love. <laughs> oh, okay. that's love. Okay. Nick, change like, that. Keep, okay. keep it. Keep it. <laughs> and look, and then I got, I had got a uh, another friend had called me said, I think people think I'm like Tommy. I ain't got no job. Cause they be calling me with like outrageous requests. My friend like, "Hey, uh, you want to go to Thailand? It might be last minute. You want to go to Thailand tomorrow?" <laughs> she said, "Bro, you should have." She took said that the whole one, trip. She said the whole trip is paid for. And I'm like, it was for my birthday. Somebody just dropped out. You want to go to Thailand? I said, "Man, can I leave after my brother' wedding?" <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that's the case, bro. Yeah. I appreciate that. Hey, I got a tip, man. I, I done turned down two trips for your wedding, bro. So, bro so that's gonna, real love, bro. This man really this man really turned down boy pussy just to come to my wedding. Bro, he oh, could have oh, been oh, all oh, in Thailand. He could have been in Thailand wilding, Wait. having the time of his oh, life. I'm just God. looking at the producer like, when is he going to mute his <laughs> microphone? Like, Keith, when hey, are you going to step in and stop this? Hey, just Elgin, you a real one, boy. Just boy. mute it. Just mute it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my See, God. This is why they say you don't do business with family. Okay. You <laughs> know why I ain't right never here. had nobody on here? Boy. Oh, my God. You turned down, boy. I put it. You a real one. But, but stupid, boy. That's so the real one. Just know that, y'all. All right. So, look. For those out there listening, 2020 is your year. Yes. It is. I sure. I don't even say wait to 2021. Like as low as three hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. you can get on a cruise ship. Lower than that, if you go during hurricane season, like Nick go. That's <laughs> the market till you try it. Well, I done took one. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> Nick, was was like, it was Nick, Nick was like, Nick was like, I'm like, bro, yeah, yeah, boy, I'm on a cruise, man. I only, I only paid ninety eight dollars. I'm like. 
<laughs> He's right. Ship <laughs> smack dab in the middle of November. Ship doing the Macarena the whole way. <laughs> so look, I'm, my thing is, I think it's just time to travel. It's time to travel because, like, and also if you ask yourself, why are you not traveling? Before it used to be money. I got that. That excuse is gone. You just heard about workaway.com. You just heard about skyscanner.com. You just heard about hurricane season cruises. You heard about air affordable. You know about Airbnb. So there's no reason money can't be it no more. You're going to say your job? Your job? Mm-hmm. So you mean a job that's gonna fire you when they want to fire you and the fire is gone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> so like, let me tell you why yeah. traveling is detrimental. Right. Okay, like it's no longer a game. You must travel, especially as a black person, mm-hmm. because like when you leave America and you see how other our people are living. And it's like you see that it's achievable. You're like, okay, I don't have to accept the norms here. And I'll give you a a perfect example. When I lived in England, I had an unlimited phone bill for $15 a month. This is another Western country that is not third world. So there's no more excuses like, oh, no, they don't live like we do. Mm. No, I'm living in England with a $15 unlimited phone. And it was just like, okay, I can no longer accept these crazy ass Bruh. Phone charges so, in America. Mm, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but do it allow you to call people in America? Uh, yeah. I used to call mom. I used to call mom. And it was still fifteen. Yeah. Mm. So like, um, how many countries you done lived in? Um, traveled to twenty seven. Lived in four. Okay. Lived in four. What was the four? Ecuador. Ecuador, England, China, and I guess you can count my time in Germany. Germany. I was there for a while. Four countries. So. That's the thing, y'all. This year, I need everybody to get them. Like, we in February still. Get your trip in. Yeah. If you plan right now, you definitely can get you a solid, affordable November, October trip in. Out of the country. Out of the country. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not Murder Beach. In 2020, in-state in don't count as traveling no more. Bro, and don't try to use the fact. Get away. Don't try to use the hood as an excuse to not travel, bro. That's not an excuse. Yeah, Monte did that, and then we got him out of that. But bruh. for you hood niggas out there, I will tell you, bruh, the farther away you get from your hood, the more play you get to be in London. <laughs> to be in London and be yeah. like, shout out what's happening, and they like, oh my God, wonder so could that. Bruh, the fact that you use, <laughs> bruh, you have an accent outside of America, bruh. I ain't never had an accent before. <laughs> See, that's the thing, people. All my, all my ignorant people, well, I ain't gonna call y'all ignorant, but. All my ignorant people who ain't never been out of the country before. Just mute it. For y'all that never been out in the country, just know it's a passport, but as soon as you leave, take the P off because it instantly become an ass passport. Hey, hey. Hey, oh my God! Yo, hey, that's that's real. a good one though. Hey, look, that is real. That's not true. Let me tell you. <laughs> man, not in Africa. Where you in? Canada, man, Canada, 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 Canada. That's because Nick be going to the Dominican <laughs> Dominic Republic. <laughs> Man, Easy. Nick be going to the. I'm hey, married talk now. About it. Talk about it. He's married now. Hey, he's married now. He's I'm going to tell y'all this. Nick told me when I first got married, he said, Becky, I'm going to just tell you one thing. Never let your husband go to DR without you. <laughs> really? You, you want to say that the day after I first I'm got sorry. married? That's what you want to say the day after I first got no married? No more DR trips from Nick. Hey, look, that's when I knew Nick was going to do some uh, something that was fucked up. I had went with him to the airport to drop him off. And when he met up with all his travel buddies, it was all white men over the age of 40. 
when a nigga, oh, when it, bro, when he come back off his uh, vacation and his gift to you is a, is a dick pill. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, we'll say this. 2020, get you a trip in. If you don't have a passport and you can't get one, there are some people out there. Go to um, go to Puerto Rico. Okay, Puerto Rico lit. Okay, because that's that's it's like it feel like traveling. It was lit. It was true. lit. Yeah. True, but that's true. us. Yeah. yeah okay. Go to Puerto lit. Rico. Go to Puerto Rico. No or, passport needed. No passport. No passport needed. Or go on a cruise. Or Bahamas. Okay. That's hey, what I'm about to say. Bahamas. The people, no passport. And for the people needed. who think they need a passport, like you said, no passport needed. All you really need is your ID and your birth certificate, and you through there. And two fifty. You forgot the most important part. Bro, the money is uh, is is front. That's up front. You see the money on the website. Make sure you take an extra hundred dollars on your cruise because they gonna hit you with that. Uh, that uh, what is it? The courtesy tax from the people who uh, do your room and stuff. Oh, it's about the gratuities. Yeah, yeah, yeah gratuity. Yeah, yeah. They gonna hit you with that gratuity twenty dollars. Nah, a day. I ain't gonna lie. They gonna I, hit you with the hundred dollars because I'm about to wrap up. I'm about to wrap up. I did. Uh, yeah, I yeah. did go with her shoulder one time, and she showed me how not to pay that. What? She just went up there and hit that auntie on. Yeah, oh, I, I, I did not. Pay, I did not pay for gratuity. <laughs> what mm. is gratuity? Mm. I did not drink mm. no gratuity. <laughs> I drank mm. Hennessy. <laughs> mm. Mm. And Yo, they took that that's shit a tough one to argue with. <laughs> Look, man, if I didn't drink gratuity, you gotta take it away from me. <laughs> All right, man, y'all got any last words y'all want to say to people? Um, I'm just gonna say, look up your local passport days. Um, most of the post office do it. It's one day where you can go get your passport. You don't have to wait for an appointment. Um, and it just it's a rush process for passport day. So mm-hmm. every um location has a different one. Um, different times of the year, but it's it's a really great thing to do with your family. And I, I actually saw a family the other day at the passport office, and they were so excited, like seven of them, like, wow, Dad, I'm about to get my passport. So it's cool. Find your local passport day and get it done. Make Atlanta's, it happen. Yeah. Atlanta's is March 14th. Okay, cool. For 2020. I'm March 14th. Yes. I'm going to look up Texas. Go. It's a rush process. You don't need no appointment, nothing. Just walk in. Of course, have all the requirements, but it's a great way to to get it. It's a great experience. I appreciate you, Becky. You actually been dropping a lot of uh, gems. I know, right? This was the Becky podcast. It was lit. That's why if you wasn't on here, this shit would be horrible. I know, right? (laughs) Thank you. I just want to say, man. um, February 22nd is your passport day. You missed it. Missed it. (laughs) Yesterday. Oh, man. I ain't tell y'all about the time. I ain't tell y'all the passport story. I'm going to tell y'all the passport story. But, um, one thing I want to say, man, is is traveling showed me that when I went to, when I got to Seoul, Korea, I realized those people over there were doing the exact same thing we were doing here. They were working, paying bills, and living. If you choose not to travel, you close yourself off to the rest of the world, and you could be the most amazing thing in the world in another space, but you'll never know it because you're so boxed in. Take the time to explore yourself, explore the world. Yeah. you belong somewhere. But Thank you. that's all I got to say. That's good. True, time. true. Um, real quickly, I just want to. Touch on the type of traveling we ain't really get to dive into. Um, Just Eldridge, I know you, you know you well rounded, and you don't like folks to be getting too deep. But um, I just want to mention, you know, if, for those of y'all looking to traveling, do travel outside the country, but also looking at just meditation and astral projection. That's a different type of traveling that can take you anywhere you want to be on a whole another level so physically yes internationally travel but for your spirit and your mind also looking at astral projection one of the favorite ways to travel Nick you're like a box of chocolates you never Stephen know another galaxy <laughs> you just never know what you're gonna get out of this guy and that's what I was afraid of you know what go to Cuba 
Go to Cuba <laughs> Get the cigar Smoke it Put your little Hawaiian shirt on And look like a gringo There you go all There right. you go Appreciate it Appreciate it I am with this man First of all Thank y'all for coming on Thank um, you brother thank Congratulations you. Thank you On your new Thank you for having us I was hoping she would've Came back So she could've got on the mic But it's cool man, I know she would Man she in there The same house She's gonna fuck me up When we get home Y'all niggas snitch like hell Fuck that shit <laughs> <laughs> Monte I love you man Appreciate love you, too, you coming bro. I appreciate you Seven Oh she here she gone Here she gone Here she wow. gone Come on Jack Come on come on Come on get on the mic Real fast, get on the mic real fast. Y'all make some noise for my beautiful new sister in law. She was like, Hey, y'all, I'm the one that's gonna fuck nigga. <laughs> Jazz, how you doing? We talking about getting the Oh, she's also traveled too. Yeah, we're gonna map. What, what is your favorite place you done traveled in the world before before we go? Um, I loved Hawaii. Hawaii, and where you want to go? What's one place you want to go that you ain't been? Japan, Japan, yeah. Nice. That's a nice. Nick, happy wife, happy life. Already. Japanese, Safe. here we come. Konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> hey, look, we out. Thank y'all for tuning in to Just Elder Podcast. We will see y'all next week. As always, everything is great. Everything is amazing. We love you. Since America can't stand to see us, let's show them why you never fight.